write her lover's name in newsprint, stick it in her freezer next to chicken breasts and peas. Oh, my God. To freeze and wander. Five dollars a week prevents an accident. Oh, oh. my God. Look what she's going to tie you oh to. Oh, my God. <laughs> my mother was a gypsy. Imported straight from Hungary, and she taught me many things. Oh, a and the best methods of poison. No magic in that, I tell you. No magic in anything. You can leave if this is not what you expected. <laughs> Calculations, algorithms, the geometry of web. I've been to college. Studied history, which is hidden in the texts of chronology, cause and effect. The scholar's necessary logic of casting. I think I was a spider in a former life. And you? Yeah. Oh, well, Both practiced in the oh, art of lighting. <laughs> but I've given up the counts. I cast in measured threads, a gossamer weaving, a goblet of knots, a process. Every novice learns and soon discards for a sweatless charm of Wicca for the voodoo intoxicant. Some master's labor. Precise angles of intersection, 360 degrees of direction, last chance timing, and a single half second to secure each knot. One lazy miscastran can turn a spell to tangles, wasting months, months. When completed, the lasting cannot be undone, but only one can wear the silks of enchantment. Mm. Shall we begin? Yeah. <laughs> intimacy-creating piece. So hopefully you're feeling a little bit uh, more intimate with your neighbors. But feel free to uh, untie yourself. Which you would think of. 
which naval researchers would think of when they think about improving the aerodynamical, or would it be aquadynamical, structure of their submarines, working the water like a whale works the water without thinking, its skin a series of muscular shutters driving water along its flank. So you know how whale skin can do that? I do that. I do that sometimes, but not swimming. I know what you're thinking. The misappropriation of sine curves. But focus. I am not whale skin. I am the water that moves with the muscle. You are the whale. Yeah. So before I had the baby, I, I did almost all my poems. Uh, I performed almost all of them. I, I incorporated movement and props and, uh, and had a lot of fun with it. And then I had a baby, and now I just I just read things right off. <laughs> um, so this is um this is about global health. It's called the odd thing about me is. The odd thing about me is, one, you never listen. Two, though numerous attempts have been made to domesticate the zebra, success was rare, short-lived, and resulted in some nasty bites. Three, the pool needs repairs, complicated ones requiring scientists and certified technicians. Four, Sediment along small sections of the Hudson River indicates a species of trilobites that would not take the consequences of evolution seriously. Five, nothing is more lethal, lethal than a pair of Mark Jacob stilettos and a $50 update. <laughs> Six, Catherine Parr, Henry's sixth wife, his third Catherine, survived him and two other husbands, not a proper example of natural selection, but a lovely one of endurance. Seven, half of, the, half of the 50 species of frogs discovered by Joseph R. Mendelssohn became extinct in the last 17 years. Eight, at a temperature of 3,500 degrees Celsius, a diamond will evaporate, demonstrating that forever is a huckster's <laughs> Nine, women can have their floating ribs removed to achieve a more feminine hourglass figure. Ten, the college reunion revealed tragedy after tragedy. Eleven, human population growth, like that of deer when lacking a predator, is moderated by starvation and disease. Twelve, an old Hungarian saying goes like this. When raising children, one child is one child. Two children are ten. <laughs> Three again. The last person who swam in that pool had a devastating breaststroke. Thirteen. No one ever listens. <laughs> I 
there's at least one other poet in the room who's had a baby recently. <laughs> Mary Pants over there. And, uh, and I swore I wouldn't, but I, I write kid poems now, and, uh, and I'm, I'm okay with that. This is called, um, this is called Gravel Language. Not all rocks. Sharp-edged flats of shale that skid across still water are notorious for their one unintelligible syllable as they sink. Boulders, too, are mostly mute, resigned to landscape instead of song, their glorious vibratos hardened and choked. And while cliffs and promontories, scarfs and reefs won't shut up, calling like swallows across vast spaces, enraptured with echo and wave. Their language is a privileged one, coded and closer to God. See that child squatting the curb in front of the small brick house, her jeans muddied red to the knees in Georgia clay. She's speaking of the gravel. She's in such deep communion with the gravel she doesn't hear her mama call from the front door. The gravel says, Refugee. The child answers, yes. The gravel begs, rescue us. The child shoves fistfuls in her pockets, not doubting the seams will hold. She never misunderstands the gravel. She doesn't understand her mama's exasperation at the door or at the hamper. Gravel has been through so much, she thinks. I can't be its only friend. Um, I know I'm, I'm gonna, this is, this is my, I know my friend Karen liked this one, so I'm going to read it. Wow. It's called Ode to My New Food Processor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my 20s, I chopped. I crushed vanilla wafers one at a time by hand. I hammered nuts. Once, in desperation, I threw them in the coffee grinder. That was a mistake. <laughs> Appliances are commitments, like pets. I found you at the home improvement store next to the blenders. On or off a pulse. I liked that. Pulse. My boyfriend talked about combining kitchens when I put you in the cart. The instruction manual, unimaginative, really limits your potential. I won't make cheesecake ever again. It's like a forced march. <laughs> Boy, what you do to cooked kale and old potatoes. I saved the warranty, but didn't mail in the little card. Not sure how that administrative stuff works anyway. And anyway, you're not breaking down. Not even when I force feed you frozen cheese. <laughs> I'm talking about economy, efficiency. He thinks we should move in together by the end of summer. My knives were growing dull, and I don't own a sharpener. You've replaced things I've never had. A potato masher, a cheese grater, a lemon reamer. I'm lying about the lemon reamer. <laughs> That's something to register for when wedding guests are habitual shoppers at Williams and Sonoma. Still, you don't crush ice, and I resent that a little. I like my countertops uncluttered, but now I'm thinking about a blender. 
He has a toaster, a cake pan, dessert plates, a cooling rack. My brother told me I'm not the marrying kind, but then again, my brother doesn't eat a lot of vegetables. <laughs> Add it all up, and I've probably spent a solid month chopping, ju- chopping vegetables. You slice through daikon root in less than a second. Is it wrong to find that thrilling? It's not the time is running out. I don't mean to put this all on you. I mean, I'm sorry the coffee grinder broke. I mean, I'm thinking. without country, rucksacks of clavicle, of salt-licked crimson, slivers of silvered skin crossing palm, a faded deck of tarot, fingertipped and risky, the upturned card of fool. Every border crossing claimed a changeling. Demon-blooded limbs that twitched with every touch of other skin. Was I the stolen child, or were you? We were too tangled to tell. The gypsies passed and cast a tarantella to our bones. In the morning, they are searching for a homeland. In the morning, we trace their tracks like reading Braille, like telling fortunes, like the newly baptized wanting so much to believe. So I'm going to end on a poem um, that is part of a a project that I was really proud to be a part of. It's called Starting Today, um, The First 100 Days. And it was a a project curated by these two poets named um, Rachel Zucker and Ariel Greenberg. And they sent out this sort of mass call uh, to poets, saying we want to we want to post a poem for the first 100 days of Obama's presidency, um, and they did this the, the day before the inauguration. And they said, you know, you know, get back to us within the next 24 hours, and we will send you your day. Um, and I signed up, and I was terrified that my day was going to be like, you know, day three or something like that, because you know, I, I would it would have been a bad bad poem. And you're supposed to write the poem the day of, and I totally was like, no, I. No one needs to read that. Um, so I was I was day seventy four, uh, April no day seventy day seventy four April fourth, I believe, and um, the poem is called "What He Said" and it starts with a quote from President, then Senator uh, Barack Obama, uh, from a speech he made on July seventeenth, two thousand seven. Uh, he said. The first thing I'd do as president is sign, the, is sign the Freedom of Choice Act. That's the first thing that I'd do. What he said. The baby says, Mama, and I turn, kneel, offer up. The baby says, Bubble, and a bottle turns up, conjured and warm. Imagine that, the ease, the thrill. To speak and it happens. 
to name, and it appears. Who other than a child wields this power? My body is spring-loaded with muscle, prepared for a fight that hasn't yet happened. Yet bearing and birthing the child came close to breaking my heart. The doctors hooked me to wires, monitored the errant blips, the horrible music of ventricular counterpoint. Each unintentional dozing off mimicked death's sly art. The doctors shrugged it off, unplugged the works, wrote benign in a folder, and I was well. The ease, the thrill. There will be no more babies. Yet my body insists on its rhythmic launching of eggs, ignores the heart-stuttered caution. Inside me grows a tiny fear, its flesh hard as a hollowed-out board. The little shaman chants, new, 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 calling the milk from my breast, my breast to his mouth. His hands clench and unclench. His body's weight on my belly. Thank you.